Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Money Mitch Effect. You know the drill. It's a sports podcast talking all things in the athletic world. Got my buddy Joe Crisali on today because hockey season is underway. The NHL is back on ESPN and TNT this year, of course. We got a new team in the Seattle crack, and they played last night against Vegas. Joe and I break down all the NHL standings, the divisions, what we think is going to happen this year, all to get excited about. It's a full NHL 2021-2022 hockey preview. We also talk a little baseball playoffs. He's still licking his wounds after the Yankees lost in the one-game playoff. And we also talk some football. I was at that Browns-Chargers man, Browns madness game. Very, very exciting there. It's Joe Crisali to talk hockey and a few other things. Here now on the Money Mitch Effect, time to start the show. All right, it's the Money Mitch Effect, and we're here. We're finally here. It's hockey season. We've got football, we got baseball and everything, but we're going to start with the start of the uh, NHL season. Joe Crisali on the line. Joe, thank you what for up? joining. Uh, really excited to talk hockey with you, and uh, obviously you're, you're loyal, your team for life, the Seattle Kraken. Oh, please, don't <laughs> give me that. Rangers all day, baby. There's a lot of different ways to start this season. I do want to give a shout out to uh, the league for you know you know now we're now they're back on ESPN with the TNT deal as well. But 17 years since uh, they were on that network and we're back to having that sick NHL on ESPN theme, some late night double headers, and if anything, you know there's going to be a lot more West Coast games on TV. We also got all the games on ESPN Plus too, so I'm pretty excited to just dive right into regular season hockey. Yeah, I don't know how. I- excited i am about it being on espn but the fact that they have all this distribution makes it a lot easier to watch also we need to talk about splitting that nhl package again because i'm definitely game for that oh there there is no nhl package by the way just just pointed that out it's real it's all espn plus this isn't even a shill we're not even sponsored by this but no it's espn plus you know (laughs) you don't get to watch the local games though which is how the whole deal was so you can watch that's how it goes with anything if you want if you want to watch, I can watch the Rangers, yeah, because I'm yeah. all the way up here in Seattle. Yeah. But if yeah. I want to watch the Kraken, you gotta have, I mean, I yeah. can because I work for the TV station and well. I, I can get into it. But yeah. um, Root Sports, baby, if you want you the Kraken, <laughs> well, there's your plug. How about this, though? Because we're looking at all these different divisions and we're back to you know the traditional playoff format. The uh, season's on as we record this with the Lightning down 2 nothing, uh to the Penguins. I, I noticed that... Whenever they have these banner ceremonies, it's usually the road team that that wins. I think it's just because, you know, there, there's, there, there's not like a lot of celebrating, but there's a lot of reminiscing about last year, in Tampa's case, the last two years. It's hard to just dive right into the season. So I wasn't shocked Pittsburgh's in the lead. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> first game of the yeah. year, there's going to be some kinks. I'm actually on your side with this. Pittsburgh. I can't, like, they don't have Malkin. They don't have Crosby. Yeah. And they're winning out. On the road, this first game. I mean, that's well, that's what happens, right? Yeah, that's well, why we don't bet on the first game. No, you never want to do that. Well, we're going to get to the divisions first of all. Uh, we'll we'll do it backwards this year because there's a lot to talk about out west. Uh, as I mentioned, back to the uh, old format: four divisions, three teams from East Division plus two wild card teams in the conference, and the Pacific Division. Ooh, thank God, the Pacific Division, which was. In the pre-COVID year, it was the worst division uh, in hockey, and it might still be the case. But the way we look at it now with the Kraken being added, eight teams, three for sure get in, maybe some wild cards. And, uh, you know, starting with the team that I think is the best team still in this division, I still think it's Vegas. 
They came up just short of making the uh, final last year, Joe. But they're in the driver's seat for the specific division. They're currently in a win-now mode. And I just think depth-wise, even with losing Flurry, I think they're in the best position to have a good regular season. We'll start there. I still like Vegas in this one. I'm I'm with you there. I don't know if they're necessarily going to be the team to beat in the Pacific Division this year. They'll definitely be up there. But when you get rid of a player, I say this about every league, every team, the face of their team was Fleury. And when you take that player out of the locker room, it does change things. So yeah, last to year, expect, last to year was rough. Same exact, to expect the same exact thing out of Robin Leonard, who mm. is a great goalie. Yeah, he's a great player. Um, but to expect that same exact type of what Flory was bringing to the table into the locker room, not just on the ice, but in the locker yeah. room, is is a is a tall order because you know. But they do have other leaders on that team that could step up. Angelo, obviously. Wild Bill's been there since the start. Marchesol, awesome player. Stone's and Mark Stone, has really, yeah. <laughs> Mark Stone has really stepped up yeah. last year. I mean, coming over from Ottawa for him, that career changer, right? The yeah, trajectory it was. trajectory for him now is like, wow. I did the fantasy hockey draft, and he was in the first few rounds uh, top pick, so... Um, when you see that, you're just like, okay, here's a player that always puts points up, not a huge name, but now that he's on a team that wins games, his, he's, a, he's a guy to watch. And Leonard, too. Leonard was the second-ranked goalie in fantasy hockey, doing it all based off of the team. So, like you said, mm-hmm. Vegas could be the team to beat out of the Pacific. Yeah, I would just like to say Stone is incredible because his hands are sick, but he's also one of the best forwards in the neutral zone. He takes the puck away from just about everybody when he when he gets into a 50-50 battle. And what I mean by it was rough last year. Fleury was the best in the winter. Like he was the best regular season goalie, but struggled a little in the playoffs, and that dynamic of going back and forth just didn't really sit well with either goalie. So I think in a way just making that choice, going with the younger one, the one that's you know got more pressure on him, might help this team out. But, Joe, I'm just also looking at it like this division isn't quite that strong. Like, And that's where I think that I'm looking at who the other contenders are. We can start by process of elimination. Sorry, California, I don't see playoff hockey in your future. <laughs> All three. Kings, <laughs> Kings, Ducks, Sharks, not making it. Can I say, though, Go ahead. I am – the Ducks, they got some players on Oh, come team. on. They're, they're, no, this is good. They're my third they're, – they're last of those three to me. I'm, I'm well. Yeah, they're they're obviously last, but I'm excited to see the progression of some of the young guys they have in that team. Okay. All right. My my big sleeper pick for them, uh, Trevor Zagros. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think he's he good. takes a huge step forward. He takes a huge step forward this year. Um, Max Comtois. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name. And he Drysdale's had a pretty solid too good. Drysdale's for a good last, player for them too. And. I really like Gibson. Gibson is a great goalie. He just doesn't have anybody in front of them to help him out. But I think in a few years, this team we might be talking about, but it just, you know, they're definitely a few out just as as much as the Kings are. But I saw I saw a few um, I saw a few predictions having the Kings as the second wild card for in the in the West, which was kind of shocking it's, to me. Yeah. I have thoughts on that. Just because and they, I, they yeah. made some minor additions. They made some minor additions, but nobody really that kind of puts them over the edge. 
Yeah, I'll start with the – you're right on the Ducks. I think they're going to be the worst team in this division, but I think that they're promise – or maybe not. I, mean, I shouldn't say they're the worst team in this division because uh, you never know with San Jose because San Jose is like my least favorite um, roster. It's just kind of sad. Vander Kane's always in the news for bad problems. They're just wasting the, yeah. the tail end of Carlson's prime. That roster just doesn't excite me. I think the Ducks are kind of what the Kings were like last year where they're starting to rebuild and get that nucleus, so I agree with you there. Uh, the Kings are going to be better. Byfield breaking his ankles, a terrible loss for a team that's on the fringe. And, you know, I, yeah. get, that, I get that they're going to try to see what they have in goalie, if it's going to be, if Quick still can be the guy, if Dowdy is going to have, you know, another great renaissance season for a future Hall of Fame defenseman. But I still don't think they have enough scoring. And I think they're going to be close to the playoffs, but ultimately not make it. But... Yeah, that wild card is a little too ambitious for them, um, and that that kind I of segue, totally agree. Yeah, and that kind of segues into your Seattle Kraken team because I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they push for the playoffs. I don't have them making it either, but I think that they're in a division that's not going to be as hard as other ones. They got depth, which I think is a huge thing. They might not have the top end talent, and I think the start of the season is really going to dictate where this goes. They're on that fringe of are they going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline. I think how they start out their season will determine that. Whoo, jumping right in on this Kraken. They yeah. uh they got a good roster, man. They got they 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 pieced it together well. We weren't huge fans of it off the bat, but they've made some additions and like you said, they have depth. Um they don't necessarily have a superstar player. They don't necessarily have guys that can consistently have proven consistently that they can put the puck in the net. But they have a lot of young players that they plucked away from other rosters that, you know, they really could take a step forward and, and lead the team. Like we were talking about before the call, I really like Yanni Gord with them this year. He's going to, when he comes back from his injury, he's going to pop right up on that top line. And who knows, Eberle, he's been a proven goal scorer in the past. Maybe he can pop 30 in the net for them this year. I think that's kind of what they're hoping from him. Schwartz was a great signing for them, another goal scorer. Um, they're going to be a tough team. That's one thing that they really preached was that they're not going to be a pushover team. They're not going to be a team that you can come in and just body them and, and beat them. They're, so so they're I agree. I know. I, I think they're going to be competitive and they don't want to be pushed around. And, and I just don't know that the talent's quite there, but teams overachieve in this league. Uh, they also underachieve, but you know, I think they have a chance to really yeah. turn some heads. All right. So, you know, the, the remaining three of these teams are the fascinating ones because we kind of have tiers, right? And uh, Vegas may be the team to beat in the Pacific. Let's let's look at those other Canadian teams for a second. Would you put Edmonton as that next team up? Put Vegas in kind of an upper echelon? Is Edmonton right there with them? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I don't I think it's that. So. I, I think it's... They made I, that... Yeah, I think it's a regular season thing. I mean, they, they're adding Duncan Keith as well, uh, who's a veteran but still plays pretty well. On the back end, and they've got the best one-two punch the game's seen, uh, you know, in a very long time. Uh, I just, I, I think, I mean, McDavid's. A, I mean, what can you not say about McDavid? There's really, it's all been said. Nothing. He's insane. <laughs> just like there's and nothing. <laughs> what I like about them is they really turned it on at the end of last season, and they made some good additions this year. Even like to their top line, they got Zach Hyman from Toronto. You know, he, he's a guy that I'm looking for them, you know, making it, having a good year, obviously playing online with um, 
McDavid, or unless he'll be on the second line. We'll have Dressidle at left wing. But either way, um, they've got more depth now. Mm-hmm. Will Jarvie, putting him up on the top line there, that's going to be interesting. That dude can score. Um, their defense is awesome. The only curious thing for me is if Mike Smith can continue to be the type of goalie that he's been. Yeah, oldest the oldest in the league starting. Oldest uh, goalie, yeah, oldest stuff. goalie in the league, and right behind him, uh, you know, not a lot of not a lot of talent. So that might be something that they have to address as the season goes on. But like you said, they got Duncan Keith, and they made. I mean, we were both talking how they've made some good additions to add to an already kind of core that they have going there. And you can never really bet against McDavid, best well, player in the league. Yeah, the team has to do it in the playoffs. That's what this is all about. They're going to do it. They're going to have another good regular season. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. But they're going to do well in the regular season. That Vancouver-Calgary, I actually don't think Calgary is going to be that good this year. And I know I got fooled completely by Vancouver last year. I, I it, was, it was brutal. They had, they got ravaged by COVID as as bad as anyone. Uh, but I do think that if Vancouver's a team, Joe, that I think if they retool, if they, you know, they they added Connor Garland, Ekman Larson's there, uh, Halak and Goals, they have some ad- new additions. I actually think Vancouver could be right back to the playoffs, making some noise this year. Cup contenders a little strong, but I do think that Calgary has some serious questions. They're pretty thin outside of Johnny Hockey. I just you know Blake Coleman's going to help, but I just I don't. I'm not. I, have, I don't have a good feeling about this Calgary team. I'm with you 100%, man. If there's a team that definitely is going to drop off more this year in that division, I'm looking at Calgary as well. And to say Johnny Hockey is their best player, dude only had 19 goals last year, 18 the year before. Um, he's not necessarily the player, the same player that came into the league that 2018 had 36 goals, 99 points. I mean, I don't think they're going to get that kind of production out of him. And in order for them to compete, they need that type of production out yeah. of him because they don't have a ton of other guys outside, maybe Matt Kachuk, but he's going through some stuff right now. Um, and their roster not looking great straight straight off the bat there. Markstrom as first goalie. Uh, Calgary is going to be fighting this year. But Vancouver, you're – are you jumping back on that Vancouver train? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm like, kind of on it. that they're I, going to the cup. I'm kind of on it. I've got like I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, what is this? this is a nice gift shop. Maybe I should pick something up. I'm not. I'm not fully on it. I'm opening like one adult beverage. I'm not fully on the on the bandwagon. Yet. <laughs> just <laughs> just cracking open a beer. I'm like looking it. around. I'm like, oh, this tastes good. Maybe I'll stay a while. Maybe I I'll leave. I think maybe I don't know. I. I took Pedersen with my first pick last year, and he really disappointed me. So, yeah. I mean, again, I picked last, but. Um, He's a stud, though. Know, I think he can bounce back. Trained. I think their defense obviously let them down. And if Ekman Larson, if those guys can give them something, Halak and goal could be a nice bonus there. That's where they struggle. And I think Pedersen, you know, he, he'll, he'll do better. But I, I don't think that, I think the team success comes on the back end. That's what was just a complete failure last year. All right, Joe Crisali, Money Mitch Effect. Let's look at the Central Division. Um, I'll start here. Of all the divisions in hockey, Joe, you know, you know, the beauty about the NHL is you never know what's going to happen, and it's unpredictable and all that stuff, and I love that. But my most confident division pick in any division in hockey is the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, my God, yeah. 
It's like not even close. I mean, look, there's other good playoff teams that are going to make a run. And the, the better question would be who your number two is. For me, it's the Winnipeg Jets, but there are uh, significant me too, bro. Two. Okay, we're Let's go. Party. Winnipeg's built for the playoffs. That's a whole other issue. But Colorado, they're just a complete wagon of a hockey team. Uh, and they're feeling the pressure, too. McKinnon said as much when he lost to Vegas last year. Feels like he hasn't won anything since he's came into the league. And they got Darcy Kemper now in between the pipes. So that's the big addition. I think that the, the only major addition that they're going to be looking at. Um, Avalanche, this is title or bust almost territory, which is crazy to say because they haven't even been to a conference final, but we're getting to that point. I think we're all just kind of feeling like last year we all thought they were going to win, and they didn't. So now this year they're coming back, and they're like, God, they got all these expectations. They were supposed to win last year. Now they, it's kind of like they better win this year. I mean, they just signed Landeskog to that huge deal. They got, uh, they have a, they have a lineup. They are, there is no reason for them to not at least be in the conference final. Yeah, and you got to think that it would, it, yeah, would essentially, it, it, we're going back to that format where it's probably it's basically like coming out of your division, but there could be the wild card team in there. But they match up well with these teams, and uh, you know Vegas is just a tough matchup for them in general, but. I really like what Colorado's doing, and I think getting onto the Winnipeg train, it wasn't just that you know how they handled themselves uh, against Edmonton in that first round. I think this is a team that's building some depth and has the goaltending. That's the important thing. There's just a lot of there's a lot of talent in this division, but there's a lot of question marks. Like I put Arizona, exactly. Arizona's bad. Like we know that Coyotes are not going to be good. Outside of that, okay. outside of that though, any one of these talk. teams, any one of these yep. teams could be a playoff team. I really believe it's that yeah. kind of depth. I'm I'm with you there, and I, I we're both looking at the same two teams right there, yeah. in Colorado and Winnipeg. For the third team, I I don't know, man. It's a it's a toss up for me. I I yeah. always am looking at Minnesota. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I might Minnesota again there. They had a they looked good, man. They looked good. They did, but. They things they had they had the type of year last year where we see a lot where breaks happen your way things you know it falls into place and it's hard to follow that up a lot of times. Um, but that said, Kapo yeah. I mean, K- and uh, is is you know coming over and they've got you know they, they've just got some ballers there. I really believe that. So um, and I'm not I'm not sold on Dallas. I mean Sagan coming back from an injury, Pavelski another year older. They got some guys that are good, good young Capri- players I mean, like Heskinen. I uh, but when you can throw out Kaprizov, I mean that is the Wild are tough. I, I just the Blues thing is interesting too because Jordan Bennington was awful last year. He's the Stanley Cup Gold uh, champion. If he bounces back, maybe the Blues can be that team that you know the way they match up with how big and physical they are. But they just need better goaltending. I think you know Dallas. You mentioned it's just they, they kind of have that. They kind of switched their identity and played a lot more defensive, but they weren't consistent. Nashville, I don't know about the Predators either because they've lost a lot of their top-end scoring depth. So, um, yeah, th- this is going to be the toughest division to predict. There's a lot They're of different scenarios here. Predators are thin. Chicago, though, might be better. I mean, I would uh, That's I'll what put I'm this thinking. way. Chicago might be the team that comes out of there because Kane just continues to produce. They have their captain back. If Flurry buys in and plays well – Okay, you can talk me into Chicago in that three-seed range. I'm with you. I mean, they brought Tyler Johnson over. They signed Seth. Mr. Brinkat is a great player. Kane, back to his old ways. 
Oh. Not to mention, they still got saved. Kirby Dash. I mean, they're they're definitely. I've I've seen some uh, I've seen some predictions with them in the playoffs. So mm. I I might I might lean I might lean there for that third spot. It's for me that third spot in the Central is between Minnesota and Chicago. <laughs> I think. Yeah, man, I have to open it up to a few more teams. But the thing with Chicago, too, is they have to win now. Or they're in that win now mode because they gave up all those draft picks for Seth Jones. And, you know, Kane and Taves aren't getting any younger. They're going to just go down with the ship. So they have a couple years to really make something happen. I think it could be there. Um, Let's go to the Eastern Conference, that Atlantic division. Always good to see, you know, they do it alphabetical order. That Buffalo's uh, number two. So it's good to see while it lasts. (laughs) Uh, another division that has clear tears to it, Joe, but this is an interesting year because there is one team that I think you talk about being built to win now and make their move. It's the Florida Panthers. Cause if they're ever going to yeah. win the division, if they're ever going to take the mantle from Tampa, I think it has to happen this year, at least in the regular season. The NHL did the ranking of the top 250 players in the league. Florida had the most at 13. So they have the most depth that the NHL writers would argue and that rivalry with Tampa is insane. They're fighting in the preseason. I'm game. I'm game for that. I agree with you, though. Florida, I mean, they looked good last year, and not much has changed for them. They made additions. And the guys that they got towards the end of the year there, like Sam Bennett and Anthony Duclair. Sam Reiner just coming they in got a, now. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, they got a full offseason with that team. So now, you know, they come out, maybe they're even better. Yeah, I mean, I think the and big... They got some players. They're players gonna, that don't get enough credit, like Barkov. Oh, great, great player. Big contract signed. He's one of the best players in hockey. He is an old-school stallion of a, of a first-line center that's just going to yeah. you know push you around with all that skill, too. I think there's that big brother-little brother dynamic with Tampa, right? Like, Tampa's owned them. They've won the Cups. The Florida's yeah. got to get through the mental block of beating them. The thing with Tampa, I mean, back-to-back Cup champs take nothing away from what they've done and how they did it in the times that we live in, Joe, but... They lost like a good team would. All that depth, you know, they're 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 not as deep as they were because guys got paid, guys got taken in the expansion draft. You know, the Yanni Gords, the Blake Coleman's. They're losing some pieces as championship teams do. But that said, I mean, you go into a playoff series with Kucherov, Stamkos, uh, Braden Point, who's just been a monster, and Vasilevsky, who has a streak of like four or five shutouts in elimination games. You got to like their chances in a series. I just think regular season, this is setting up for the fresher, hungrier team, and that's the Florida Panthers. I'm I'm on that train as well. This you look at the Atlantic and you're kind of just like, all right, what are the three teams? Well, I'm definitely looking know, right? Florida. Like, we know. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm look. I'm looking at the state of Florida. Okay. Um, and then it's I don't know though. I, I feel like Tampa Bay might. Like all the things you said, they lost a lot of their depth. And what we talked about earlier was teams that we think are going to be better and make more of a push have that depth. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Tampa Bay wild card at best for them this year. If I'm looking at the Atlantic, I'm looking at Florida, I'm looking at Montreal, and I'm looking at Toronto. So no Boston. Maybe Boston. Interesting. So obviously, I said maybe. Yeah. I said maybe. I said we kind of know because obviously we know it's not going to be Buffalo and what they've. I mean, they just <laughs> Jack Eichel, just poor guy. You know, it just it's just terrible. Um, Detroit, yeah. Stevie Wise, kind of working his way back. Iserman's kind of building through the future, but it's not going to happen this year. And the same with Ottawa, it's just not going to happen this year either. 
Uh, props to Montreal. That seemed moral of anything like kind of like that Cinderella story last year. Could still push for a wild card. I think Boston, Joe, actually is going to have some trouble this year. Uh, they admitted that their window is closing. They're not getting any younger. The goaltending situation and just, you know, the injuries. I think Pasternak is going to be missing some time, if I have that correctly. So I think Toronto is going to be that playoff team. And they're another one that, I mean, they've just failed so many times. I think they're looking at it like we have to put this together now. You know, they they got guys under big tickets that have to perform. So Toronto's my third team. I know I'm spoiling it there. But, uh, you know, I think it's the state of Florida and and, uh, the north. I love Toronto there just as much as you do. And for reasons that you said with Boston, um, not great goaltending, lost some guys, Pasternak, you know, coming off injury. Bullmark hasn't looked good for them in that, at least in the preseason, and they don't really have much behind him. So I like I like that three. I can confidently, I will confidently go with Florida, Montreal, and Toronto as my three in no particular order at the moment. But that's my three out of the Atlantic. Well, we got one more division to talk about, and they include your New York uh, Rangers. Oh yeah, we do. Mm, yeah. Savannah Jets deal though. Let's start with that. Are you thrilled? I mean, look. I think he's a great player. I'm glad for your sake that he's still in the fold. That is a mammoth deal in terms of years. For uh, <laughs> I mean, the track record of those deals, Joe, going their full term aren't really good. But, hey, in the short term, it's going to help your hockey team. Hey, I'm about it. You make a guy happy like that, you know, that that will trans- <laughs> transpire throughout the locker room. And it'll, it can make a difference. I mean, I, I like the deal because – you look at him compared to other players like, um, say, Eichel, for example, who makes still makes two mil more a year than he makes. So, I mean, in the in the longev- longevity of the deal, obviously, eight years is a long time, but I think for the average amount, it's not. It could be worse for the good Zabanajad is, and for how important he is to that team. I think they got a deal, like. Eight mil average is a lot in hockey terms, but for what we're about to see over the next, you know, couple of years of free agency, guys like Zabanajad are going to be making 10, 11, 12 mil a year. So I think they, they made the right choice. They got, they kept their guy in house. They, they, they've been after Zabanajad since they got him from the senators when they traded Derek Broussard. I think part of it is that the windows like the windows now too like they have to be aggressive here because they spent a couple years retooling not everything was perfect but they struck gold with Adam Fox they've got these pieces this is the time so yeah I don't don't hate it and we'll see we'll see where this goes Um, all right first things first I'm going to do the the process of elimination and start with my Columbus Blue Jackets not going to be a good season this year very depressing Uh, roster I like I like a comeback season for Line though. I it should be good and adding Voracek back in the fold. He has another stint stint number two on uh, the Blue yep. Jackets will be nice and you know Bjorkstrand Oliver Bjorkstrand's good and I and I do want to shout out to uh, Boone Jenner being named captain. But yeah, this isn't going to be a, a great year for them. Uh, and I'm also going to add the Devils to the list too because they're yeah cross them down at the bottom, baby. <laughs> Maybe maybe not pop below the Blue Jackets, but uh, getting better. Two Hughes brothers now, but uh, still some issues there. I just don't think the roster's rounded out. So that leaves six teams, and uh, I think 
I, I, you're not going to want to hear this, but I think you got to start with the Islanders because this team is dangerous, man. And I think they are better than they've been before. Team that have made the conference finals the last two years, lost to Tampa both times. But I think that that's the team to look out for. I think this is going to be an unpredictable division too because the Rangers, tough team. Uh, are they playoff bound? Some think that they may be. This could be a, a five-team, divi- five uh, five-playoff uh, team division. You have Carolina, who we both are high on their roster as well. They uh, they lost some pieces in the offseason. Pittsburgh and Washington are those old guards that aren't ready to just be put out to pasture yet. So I think they're going to be tough to predict. I will say I'm selling Philly this year. I know they burned me last year too. But the roster, it's Kevin Hayes and it's a bunch of, uh, a bunch of his friends it looks like. And I just don't know if Carter Hart's <laughs> lost it. Because Carter Hart was terrible last year, too, and I don't know if he can get it back. But I'm I'm, I'm selling Philly this year, but uh, I think it'll be unpredictable. If you're, if you're selling Philly, I'm selling Philly. If we're selling Jersey, we're selling Jersey. Toss them at the bottom. But I'm not selling so, the Islanders, though, so you're going to have to own that one. <laughs> hey, I'll take I'll take that on. And you must have been reading up a lot on these, uh, on these teams going into the year because a lot of the predictions have the Islanders in the finals. Ooh, I don't know if I so, could do that, but I might be able to. We're about to get to our predictions, but the thing with the Islanders, though, is that they, you know, they made that run last year without their captain. I mean, Martin missed all that time, and I think, you know, as we go forward with this team, you start to see what, that what they have works. Like they played five series, you know, there were however many six series the last two years, and they beat some really good teams that had more talent because Barry Trotz knows what he's doing in there. So I think the the biggest thing for this team is. Continue to get good goaltending. Continue to just hit the heck out of everybody, and they're going to be a team that no one wants to really play. Uh, but well, I mean, look, anyone can. That, that, that's why this is a beautiful team, I and mean, they're a great regular season team too. They they're front yeah. runners from the start, so I think they're going to be tough to uh, match up with. But your I think no matter what, out of this, this is the year that the Rangers are back in the playoffs. Whether it's okay. Okay. one of the three from the Met, or if they're Let's in, do it. Let's do the, the predictions right now. Let's do the predictions right now. Um, how we how we start in this? Okay. We got to do it bracket style. Well, I don't want to. I mean, that, that's so much work. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, three no, teams sure. start for back where we started from. Do your do your divisional teams first, Pacific and Central. I'll get the ball rolling. I'll say uh, the division winner will be Vegas, followed by Edmonton and Vancouver. Those are my three Pacific teams. What about you? Wow, I am with you one hundred percent in that same order. Okay, okay. on Pacific. Okay, Central, I'm going to go with the three teams first. We're going to go Colorado, we're going to go Winnipeg, and we are going to go with the, hmm, I'll say, uh, I'll say the Blues get back into that divisional spot. Bennington bounce back here. Oh, dang. All right, I'm going there. We got Central. We'll go Colorado, Winnipeg. And Minnesota. Okay. They didn't let me down last time. Now, now you got to pick two wild card teams. Could be any division. I'll say mine are going to both come from the Central. I'll say, give me, give me, uh, give me Minnesota and Chicago. Dallas misses this year. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Man, I want to do it so bad. I want to. I want to say Kraken so bad. Do it. Do it. It'd be fun. Put the Kraken in. Central, I'm going. It could be any for that first yeah. round. Yeah. It's going to be Chicago. Okay. I think Chicago gets All in. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I'm torn between St. Louis and Seattle. But do it. Take Seattle, man. It's fun. <laughs> just because I'm here. 
So you're here. Yeah, I'm so saying the crack, it out loud. the crack can make the playoffs, and they just their reward is to just get murdered by the Avalanche it's... in a clean four day sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, if that's what it is. Yeah. All right, Atlantic Division, I kind of told my hand. I think Florida's going to win the division this year. Tampa will take the two seed. I'll say Tampa takes a three seed. Well, let's go with that. Toronto, Toronto, Tampa, first round, let's go. But that's Ooh, uh, those are my three teams. That's money. Well, I'm going, I'm going, I agree with you, Florida, taking it. Mm-hmm. We're going Panthers, we're going Toronto, we're going Montreal. Ooh, so no lightning in the first three. Okay, interesting. Uh, my and in my Metropolitan Division, Islanders take that one spot. I will say the. Hmm, I will say that it is the Carolina Hurricanes at the two spot, <laughs> and I'll say your New York Rangers get that two oh, spot. Money, I agree go. with all of that. You're gonna go in that order, um, going in that same order. order. Okay. Yep. All right, and my wild card teams are going to be. I'm not going to do two and two. We're going to split it this time. I think. Uh, ooh, I think Boston's going to get in the playoffs. I think they're going to battle back and get that last spot. But I think the other team. I think now I got to choose between Washington and Pittsburgh. Right, one team is in, one team is out. Mm, um, yep. I'll say Capitals, and this is just totally biased. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I should say Penguins, but I'm going to say Capitals. I think the Capitals are more well-rounded and have a better roster to face uh, the rest of the Metropolitan teams. You've noticed a lot of the line, yeah, they match up against each other very well. I think Washington matches up better against the field than Pittsburgh. So with that, I'm going Tampa Bay and Washington in my wild card there. Okay, Tampa Bay, Washington. Nice. All right, well, we don't have to break down the whole bracket of the playoffs, but if Let's you have, not. what's your final? <laughs> what's your Stanley Cup final? Two teams in there. Ah, dang. Man, I didn't. I definitely did not give this enough time. No, we did well, the best thing off the fringe. Okay, I, I know. Okay, all right, off the fly. New York and Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick, dude. That would be absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. What do you got, though, for real? What do you think? Uh, I'm going... Colorado for show mm-hmm. from the West. I think Colorado Toronto would be. Oh insane. man, I thought about doing that because somebody has to win, right? It's like someone's going to break. Somebody, yeah. I'm going. I'm. I think Colorado Toronto, but I'm so sick of picking Toronto. You and me with Toronto. I know. Man, the death. Of- hey, we can cover our bases here. So, is that what you're going, Colorado Toronto? Yeah. And who wins it? Who gets the cup? I'll go again. I'll go. I'll go Colorado. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Edmonton. <laughs> and Ooh. I thought about doing this, man. So do I go Edmonton Islanders or Edmonton Florida? Yo, you know? orange and blue all day market. I don't think Florida's Islanders. ready yet. Yeah, you know what? I don't think They're Florida's not. ready to go all the way, and I still got to see the goaltender, that Spencer Knight kid. I like it, but I just. Yeah, they they need to make that run. So Edmonton Islanders going for it, and uh, damn the circle, the battle of the circle logos with the orange and blue. I think the Islanders are going to beat Connor McDavid in the final, and it's going to be like Gretzky losing his Oilers losing to the Islanders, where you got to lose, uh, and then maybe they beat them the next year. But 
You're going to do that to me? You're going to do that to me? I buttered you up by dissing on the Devils and Flyers only to pick the Islanders to win the Stanley Cup. Damn. But just so you know, know, if if that is the actual series, I will be rooting for Edmonton. (laughs) So will I, because no chance I will ever root for the Islanders. But, man, you said Rangers Kraken, and if that – is a thing. If that happens, I wonder what the betting line is on that. I might just bet on that just oh, so I have it. Wow, that yeah, it's it's insane odds. But no, I, I'm excited for the season. I think uh, you know, I mean, obviously, we we usually like to throw in futures, like who could do this, who could win this award. But it's like it's probably going to be Connor McDavid, so we can just skip all that for like MVP and scoring <laughs> leader. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like if Connor McDavid gets hurt, then you know that's like the thing we have to the the preface we have to say with it um but yeah then your predictions are in the trash i know i know they are but that's how it works every year right you pick these teams i mean the rangers like even the rangers you know a couple injuries go down and uh could be all she wrote i know you're gonna be crying on the day they retire uh old hank king henrik's uh, new jersey man i saw something funny i saw something funny where it's gonna be you know that is probably gonna be the first nhl game in history that's attended by 100 percent women (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's the sexiest man alive. It's going to be an emotional day. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to catch the Rangers when they're here. They're here on Halloween, so that's wow. not hard for me to forget. Wow. <laughs> uh, man, well, this was fun, Joker Sally. Before I let you go, uh, not to keep make going uh, going a little sadder, but I did have to bring up it is baseball playoff season, and I was watching yeah. last Tuesday. When... It's disgusting. It's disgusting. So wait, and they're going to bring Boone back? Like the Yankee, <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was my reading grand, like a my, fake out, a fake headline. My, uh, I was scrolling through Twitter this morning and I saw an article that I clicked on that was saying that the Yankees wanted to bring him back. And my grandpa always calls me and talks to me and complains to me about Aaron Boone and the Yankees. So as soon as I'm reading this, I'm still laying in bed. He calls me and I see his name pop up on my phone and I'm like, well, I guarantee you, he's going to talk to me about this exact thing that I'm reading right now. And lo and behold, he's like, did you see the Yankees want to bring back Boone? Why would they do that? He's terrible. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, Papa. Like, if that's what they're going to do, that's what they're going to do. So I don't love it, but I am trying to not think about baseball other than my preseason bet was that the Braves would win the World Series. So I'm still... They I win today. As we record that. this, they're in the yes, NLCS. Sir. Yes, sir. They're in. What's your okay? A couple questions for you. One, could you have picked a worse for you ALCS than Astros Red Sox? No, that was what I was getting at. Next was I. It's like my absolute nightmare. Red Sox Astros. Like, no, thank you. Gross. So whoever comes out of the NL, it could be the Dodgers for all I care. Dodgers are whoever it is has to be the Astros and the Red Sox because I can't live with that. I don't know many people that can, but the Astros are incredibly dangerous. They're super good. They have all the talent in the world and nobody wanted to admit it. I mean, I didn't want to admit it, but like it's a very real possibility that they could win the world series. Five straight ALCS for them. Five straight ALCS, man. It's crazy. The Braves are winning the world series and I'm winning though on that. And that's what's happening. So, I will say though my my two teams aren't in it still, but I still got the Braves and I'm still riding on the Braves. And 
everybody marked them off at the beginning of the year because they lost their guy. They lost the Cunha. They were like, they're screwed. But everybody forgot that they had Austin Riley on the team. And although he wasn't an amazing player last year, if you stretched out his numbers for a full season and now he got bumped up into fourth and third and fourth in the order, he's been producing for them. and He's their MVP for sure. So, and they have great young pitching. Ian Anderson which has been stellar. Um, and that veteran talent they got, Charlie Morton pitching well. I mean, Braves are looking pretty good. So I'm they still going to ride that train. I'm riding that train because I've been riding it all year. Because <laughs> well, I, I had to defend myself. You You're did. like, oh, you're screwed. There's no way. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you know, stuff happens. So. Yeah, you had to defend yourself there. Uh, I know Dodger fans, I mean, they're in the lead in game four as we record this, but they'd have to go to game five, beat the Giants. Um, Giants, Astros, LA Dodger fans would just be miserable too if that happened. So I think you're going to have, unfortunately, a World Series that are going to be a lot of people rooting against the Astros or Boston that, you know, another, another, another city that doesn't get much support recently. People are just sick of Boston, but can we just, can we just already say it? Like it's going to be the Astros. I mean, yeah, it seems like it. They're, I hope we're reverse chasing this, it, but yeah, they're trying to play that you can't. Like it's already full fledged, head on going. And Astros fans are the absolute worst. And if there's any Astros fans listening to this, you are terrible. <laughs> wow, I think we pretty much covered it all. <laughs> uh, last thing I wanted to bring up, uh, unbaseball related, I went to the SoFi Stadium to that Browns Chargers game that was like. The drunkest yeah. sporting event I think I've ever – definitely I've ever been at. <laughs> Not me personally, just the game itself. Well, kind of me personally, but no. Uh, the game itself was just out of control. And uh place is cool, great setup, great venue for a sporting event. Tough loss there for you, though. Yeah, you think? <laughs> 47 <laughs> points. I mean, you score oh, 42 smoke. points on the road and you don't win. Um, Justin yeah. Herbert just, you know, just dragged me through the sand. Like he was just rubbing my face in it. It really hurts, man, because Herbert, everyone in that division, except for I could care less about the Raiders, and we don't need to talk about them at this point. But I have to watch Justin Herbert Herbert and Mahomes, both players that were available to the Denver Broncos. (laughs) How does Elway not end up with Herbert? I love Teddy Two Gloves. I love me some Teddy Two Gloves, but is Teddy Two Gloves really going to bring the Broncos to the promised land? Definitely not. Next year, we're drafting a damn quarterback because they throw Drew Locke in there, and it's just kind of like, wow, this was the choice. I'm just but, sick of the Ravens hey, winning will, all these lucky games. By the way, can we talk about? It's well, ridiculous. They're fun. <laughs> they're fun. They're fun to watch. The Ravens now doing that, competing for a division title. But no, the the no. Browns game was the Browns game was fun. I mean, the offense looks good. That we have a real good team, but like you know, defense just completely laid an egg, and you know we should have won that game. I, I just. It's frustrating, man, when you have a team in the mix and you just, you know, find ways to lose. But what can you do? Yeah, I will. My buddy called me up two days ago, and he's got season tickets for the Bronx. And he asked me, he's got a ticket. He asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, hell yeah, I want to go. He also just got engaged. So we wanted to go over there and celebrate with them anyway. And I was like, give me a reason. So mm-hmm. I'll be at that Broncos game. Broncos Raiders time without their horrible coach. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, new, I'm uh, about that. And you're also bearing the lead. It's you and me matching up in fantasy this week. But we are. Yeah, I'll try to set my lineup. There, there's a London game this week, right? I have to remember that this time. 
there is a, yeah you missed you still won you had a you had a fat zero in there but you one still day. took it one day but game. i'm pretty beat up i got i got four dudes on ir i got a lot to figure out so we'll see how it goes uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I will say that uh, I wish you the best of luck on everything except playing me in fantasy football. I hope I just completely stomp you out. But aside from that, Joe Crisal, thanks for uh, thanks for joining the show, talking hockey, a variety of other things, and uh, I can't wait to see what this uh, NHL season has in store for us. Dude, I'm so stoked, man. You have no I mean you have an idea. I have an idea. It's awesome. And I will Go be up Rangers. there. I'll be up there for a cracking game at some point too, so jot that down on your little date book or calendar. Yeah, man. Pick a game. Come up. We'll you can uh chill with us and we'll walk down the stairs to the game. Will do, man. Joe Crisali, thanks for coming on the Money Mitch Effect. Yeah, man, later. All right, huge thanks to Joe Crisali. And before I let you go, I uh, wanted to just say some words on that Fury Wilder trilogy fight. Incredible, incredible stuff. Five knockdowns in total. Fury is just such a great boxer. Wilder showed tremendous heart. Almost caught Fury in that fourth round with two knockdowns. But the ability of boxers to rebound and recover after getting hit that hard knockdown, especially the heavyweight division, is remarkable. Props to Deontay Wilder for going as long as he could before he was finished in the 11th round by Tyson Fury the best heavyweight boxer in the world and the best in a very long time since at least Lewis, maybe Tyson, maybe even greater than that. He's only 33 years old, so he'll have a chance to rack up some wins. That's it for the Money Mitch Effect. My name is Mitch Michaels. You can follow me on Twitter at MoneyMitchM21. Check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page and follow us and find us on all the platforms iTunes, Google Play, you name it. Just search Money Mitch Effect and it pops right up. We'll be back next week to focus more on some football. We got hockey and baseball as well rolling on, but we'll be talking college football next week along with another NFL update. I'm Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Until next time, keep enjoying sports.